The Colts get to the playoffs. The Colts lose a game they probably should have won. Chris Ballard, the general manager, Philip Rivers, the quarterback, they talk, all right, let's talk in a month. Days go by, and Philip Rivers is like, yeah, I'm I'm done. Um, I'm calling it a career. Uh, Thanks so much. I appreciate it. And then it's a uh, it's a little bit of Latin, I believe, with the nunquepi, which means uh, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Maybe I'm not, but it translates to "so it begins" or "now I begin." Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. Let me bring in Kevin Bowen from one zero seven five ninety-three five uh, the fan one zero seven five the And were the Colts really prepared for this moment, or did they think he was going to come back for one more year? I think they thought he was going to come back, uh, to be honest with you, Tony. I, I know things had changed a bit over the past month or so, and maybe the 80%, 90%, you know, Phillips definitely coming back had lessened a bit. But I just thought how wired he is as a competitor, like you said, how close that playoff loss was and how you feel like you really lost that game and, and maybe not necessarily Buffalo took it from you. Uh, and the fact that the one missing element on his resume is, you know, just the playoff success and getting to a Super Bowl. I thought he would play one more season. I'm a little surprised he's moving his you know, small army of a family of nine children for a third time in less than a year. But he wants to coach high school football. And I know that might sound crazy to a lot of people, but uh, he is absolutely passionate about that. His father did that uh, to him. And uh, he wants to coach his sons in high school football. So that's the plan. Are they moving out? Where are they moving to? Uh, it's Fairhope, Alabama, way down south in Alabama. So, yeah, he, he's from down there. Uh, went to NC State. Obviously, they lived in San Diego for you know over a decade or so. But yeah, that's where they're heading. So now you're the Indianapolis Colts. You take a look at the fact that Jacoby Brissett is a free agent. You got Jacob Eason, who maybe they feel still needs uh, to develop. And you're looking out over the landscape of, of quarterbacks. Is it re-sign Brissett and he's your starter? Is it see if you can make a move in the draft? Or is it find a guy who has success and maybe could have more success here, a la a Matthew Stafford of the Lions? Yeah, you know, if I was running the show, Tony, it would definitely not be bringing back Jacoby Brissett as a starter. You, you've you seen him twice as a starter. Do you really need to see him for a third time? Um, wow. Drafts would be the route wow. I would go. That was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. Am, am, I, am I wrong? I'm not the expert. I don't get to say. Okay. Uh, um. I don't think I am. Um, <laughs> I think the draft makes a lot of sense. You know, when you look at the final four AFC teams this year, Tony, Cleveland, Baltimore, Houston, or not Houston, Kansas City, and Buffalo, all four of those teams, you know, drafted quarterbacks in the last four years in the first round. Um, so I think that's just the path. You look around your conference, a lot of these teams have young QBs that they believe in or they think they believe in. So um, I think it's time for the Colts to kind of get into that path. Having said that, uh, the veteran route and Matthew Stafford, the name that you threw out there, is intriguing to me if you're going to go that way. Now, you've got to trade for him. He's not a free agent. So you've got to give up draft picks, and you're going to absorb a bit of a contract as well with that move. Uh, but certainly it would help you, I think, win now, you know, if, if, if that's exactly what you're looking for in 2021. Um, so, yeah, I would be, again, slightly more team draft, but Matthew Stafford is the name of all of the trade free agent targets out there. 
he's the one that I would like the most. Talking to Kevin Bowen from 1075thefan.com, I would make the argument outside or looking in that the Colts are a team that want to win now. They're not in the building years. They're in the, hey, we've got guys in serious prime. We've got an offensive line that works. We're going to replace Costanza. We already knew that was coming, and we've already got some guys who might be able to to do that, if not perfect, at least uh, fill, fill the gap. We've got a running game that can actually run the ball. We've got a, a defense that wants <laughs> to hurt people why would we screw around with with building a quarterback let's get somebody who can throw and let's get some quarterbacks under them who can build so we're ready for the future yeah i don't know how really when now they are when i hear the phrase when now i think if you got a bunch of like 31 32 year old guys like think back to the end of the peyton era here you know 2009 2010 like oh boy this is kind of the last run and then financially you know, it's just, you know, water's going to flow over the boat and all of a sudden, you know, we're going to be a sinking ship here. I, I, again, I don't look at the Colts like that. I think they really have about five to seven years of really young mid 20 year old talent. Some, you know, less than that uh, with how the rookie class performed this year. So I look at it like if you can get the rookie QB to ascend on his rookie contract, like again, you've seen those AFC quarterbacks around you do not only does it help you, you know, for the next kind of five to 10 years, as you have an ascending football team around that young quarterback, it also helps you out big time financially. A quarterback on a rookie deal is extremely, extremely more affordable than it would be to go out and make some, you know, big veteran splash there. And it's just not a great quarterback market. I mean, outside of Stafford, I don't know how many QBs that you look at really, Tony, and say, oh boy, he walks into your building and you instantly become one of the two or three best teams in the AFC. I take Jacoby Brissett over Andy Dalton. I take Jacoby Brissett over Dak Prescott. Oh, I would definitely not do the latter. Uh, but Dallas is is probably going to you know give Dak a a franchise tag. Look, we, we've seen Jacoby Brissett start over thirty games here. He's a fifty nine percent career passer. He's one of the better backups in the league. Um, but him as a starting quarterback is not going to get you to do anything in the month of January. And I didn't want this conversation to turn to some. Jacoby Brissett slander. He's a terrific human being who does a lot off the off the field. But uh, it, it, no, he's not your franchise quarterback for a Super Bowl team. Nobody is saying that you are engaged in any bit of slander whatsoever. That <laughs> brutal. Is, I, I have been accused of being brutal myself. I don't know what people are talking about when when they say it. I'm often shocked when I hear it. Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan.